What up, yo? It's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Saturday, April 3rd. If you're wondering where you can follow this show, we're on Twitter and Facebook at Fantasy Knockout. We're also on Instagram. It's at Fantasy underscore Knockout. And the website is FantasyKnockout.com. Give those a check. Give those a follow. So I'm really excited about today's show. It's episode number 90, and it's on coaching changes. Uh, but Mac, coaching changes? What does that have to do with fantasy football? It has everything to do with fantasy football. These are the guys calling the plays for your fantasy studs. These are the guys that determine how often they get the ball. So we're going to look at how they might utilize these players. Let's talk some news. News with views. All right, so wide receiver Sammy Watkins of the Kansas City Chiefs, he restructures his contract to a one-year $9 million deal. He frees up $5 million in cap space for the Chiefs. That's good news for them because I believe they were like negative $2 million uh, as far as cap space going into the 2020 season. So that really helps them out. Next is running back Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans. Officially, he signs his franchise tender for $10.2 million. Right now, he remains the bell cow back because there just isn't anyone else there in Tennessee. we got to note, the two sides are still committed to working for a long-term extension before July 15th. I expect them to draft a running back there as a backup, possibly the future to replace Derrick Henry. We'll see when draft comes. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! Main event. As the NFL coaching carousel spins, it can quickly change the landscape in fantasy football. Certain systems benefit certain positions, plain and simple. Looking over how a new coach might utilize a player could help you find diamonds in the rough and avoid some potential busts. I'm going to talk about the new head coaches and offensive coordinators in the NFL for 2020 and what it might mean for your fantasy team. Fun fact. Of the 16 offense coordinator changes that happened in 2019, seven of those teams actually got worse in regards to points scored per game. So just because a change occurred doesn't mean a team is actually going to get better. All right, so we're going to do this alphabetically, and we're going to start with um, teams that have head coaching and offensive coordinator uh, vacancies or, or had. So basically, to start it off, we're going to start with the Carolina Panthers. So their new head coach is Matt Rule, and the new offensive coordinator is Joe Brady. Both of these coaches are young and were not in the NFL last year. Matt Rule was the head coach at Baylor University, and Joe Brady was the offensive coordinator at LSU. Rule was one of the most sought-after coaches in 2020, but his success seems tied to what version of Teddy Bridgewater will we see in 2020. So poor quarterback play led to a disappointing season for Curtis Samuel last year. So my expectations are that he could rebound in a new system with a competent quarterback. Another concern will be for Christian McCaffrey owners. Will there be a dip in his utilization with North Turner and his one-back system leaving town? Rule's college offense should be exciting, and there is little change that Christian McCaffrey has phased out. But it seems unlikely that he can continue to see the number of touches he has been. Obviously, the NFL is a different monster than the NCAA, but it should be a note that Rule's teams 
have struggled in his first year on the job. All right, next is the Cleveland Browns. Their new head coach is Kevin Stefanski, and the new offensive coordinator is Alex Van Pelt. So Stefanski comes over from Minnesota, where he was the offensive coordinator in 2019, and he brings in Alex Van Pelt, who was with the Bengals as a quarterback coach. A concern of mine for the Browns is they tried to fix their mistake of last year, where they hired a new coach with only one year of offensive coordinating experience. By doing the exact same thing again, Stefanski was a quarterback coach for the Vikings for most of 2009 to 2018, and he was given the OC job after the Vikings fired John D. Filippo. The hope is that with both of these new coaches is that they will use their quarterback coach experience to help develop Baker Mayfield and will lean on their star Nick Chubb while they do so. A run-first offense could spell disaster for Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. Landry specifically tends to need volume to be relevant, and that may be a big issue in this offense. All right, next is the Dallas Cowboys. Their new head coach is Mike McCarthy. McCarthy returns the job after taking a year off, claiming to be a changed man and seeing the light around analytics. But I'm a little skeptical. Even if we do end up with the same old Mike McCarthy, the fact is that the Cowboys retain Kellen Moore as offense coordinator means there isn't much to be worried about. Dallas's offense was good for fantasy in 2019, and we should see more of the same in 2020. McCarthy usually gave us good offenses while he was in Green Bay, so the hope is that the Cowboys with Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, and Ezekiel Elliott will have another solid year in 2020. All right, next is the New York Football Giants. Their new head coach is Joe Judge, and their new offense coordinator is Jason Garrett. Joe Judge comes over from New England, where he was the wide receiver and special teams coach in 2018. The hope is that he can bring some of that Bill Belichick swagger with him, but history is not on his side. While we don't know enough about Judge to judge him, eh... Yep, I did. We can't judge to see what his offense is going to look like. We just don't know much about Judge. Um, but we do know plenty about his offense coordinator, which is Jason Garrett. Garrett has had some statistical success in the NFL, and his offenses have given us great fantasy assets. Looking at what we got from Zeke during the Garrett years, there's no concern for Saquon Barkley Tony Romo and Dak Prescott really emerged under Garrett, so hopefully we can see some solid growth with Daniel Jones, too. Next is the Washington Redskins. Their new head coach is Ron Rivera, and their new offensive coordinator is Scott Turner. I believe this is a good hire. Rivera is a defensive coach and would prefer to run a pretty vanilla offense. Turner was with Rivera in Carolina last year, so that is a good indication of what offense we should see. The Redskins' offense success will likely come down to the play they get from Dwayne Haskins. All right, now we're going to talk some new offensive coordinator uh, positions for new teams here. So, we'll go again, we'll go in alphabetical order. So, to start it off is the Chicago Bears. So, they have a new offensive coordinator. His name is Bill Lazor. The Bears feel like a team on the verge of imploding. During his time in Cincinnati, Laser never once finished in the top 10 of any statistical category. Matt Nagy is an offensive-minded head coach, so Laser will have limited control, but confidence is not high for Chicago rebound this year. Unless we see major growth from Mitch Trubisky, or we have a new quarterback. 
it's unlikely we see great fantasy value here in Chicago. Next is the Denver Broncos. Their new offensive coordinator is Pat Shermer. Shermer might not have gotten a fair shake there in New York, but who are we to judge? Uh, yep, I did it again. Shermer has been a better OC than head coach, so this hire feels like a great step for the young offense in Denver. Next is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Their new offense coordinator is Jay Gruden. Gruden's time in Washington was very rocky at the quarterback position. Jacksonville will not have a quarterback battle this preseason, so hopefully Gardner Minshew can repeat with some of that magic for this offense. Gruden will likely throw less than the Jaguars did last year, but overall not much change is expected here. Next is the Los Angeles Chargers. Their new offense coordinator is Shane Steichen. Every aspect of this offense improved after Steichen took over in Week 8. While he feels like an upgrade, the looming question of who will play quarterback hangs over this offense as a whole. With Phillip Rivers gone, any fantasy impact will be tied to who replaces him. Is it Tyrod Taylor or is it a rookie quarterback? We don't know yet, so we'll see. Next is the Los Angeles Rams. Their new offensive coordinator is Kevin O'Connell. O'Connell comes over from Washington, but it seems unlikely that Sean McVay hands over play-calling duties, so I expect no changes here. And the next team we have is the Miami Dolphins. Their new offensive coordinator is Chan Gailey. Gailey has been out of the league since 2016, but it is an interesting hire for Miami. Gailey has a very solid track record with quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick for two different teams, Buffalo and the New York Jets. Gailey and Fitzpatrick have had fantasy success together. It is expected that Miami adds a rookie quarterback, but to start the year, we should expect to get some more of that Fitz magic. The last time we saw Gailey in the league, he loved four wide receiver sets, but a lot of that was out of necessity based on personnel. So hopes are, high, are still high for Mike Gusecki at tight end, along with the Dolphins' wideouts. All right, the next team is the Minnesota Vikings. Their new offensive coordinator is Gary Kubiak. Kubiak was heavily involved in this offense last year, so no major changes expected from 2019. Kubiak's teams always run the ball very, very well. So things are looking great for Dalvin Cook. And the last team we got here is the Philadelphia Eagles, and they have no offensive coordinator. It seems like Doug Peterson just said, nope, I'm going to take this position, and whatever pay was going to be paid for this, I'm going to take. (laughs) Their head coach, Doug Peterson, will be calling the plays. This doesn't change much in regards for fantasy expectations, but it does feel like a make-or-break year for Peterson. Uh, This team needs to get and stay healthy before we can see what they are capable of. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show we have is a super flex mock draft. That's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you for listening to the show. Whatever platform you are listening on, make sure to subscribe and please leave a review. It really helps us out. All right. Hashtag dominate your league. Till next time. See ya. See ya.